Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Speculation about assistance. That's usually the exciting time when we do see a a head coaching change. And Auburn got that a little less than a week ago. uh, Hugh Freeze was announced as Auburn's head coach. And now we've turned our attention to the assistants and who will be joining him on staff. We did discuss that there were a lot of assistants let go last week. Um, and only three remain from the previous staff as of now. Um, let's talk about who has been confirmed as hires. Auburn has hired two guys officially who've come over from Liberty, a tight ends coach as well as a defensive line coach. Mike G mentioned him on Wednesday. Let's get started with him. Jeremy Garrett, hired as a D-line coach for Auburn. He actually served as Liberty's defensive line coach in 2022 during that time in 2022 liberty's defense ranked number one in fbs in tackles for loss and number three nationally in sacks Uh, also prior to that he spent two years as an assistant defensive line coach for the cleveland browns uh, one thing of interesting of note there, while with the Browns, he worked with the likes of first-team All-Pro defensive end Miles Garrett, uh, Oliver Vernon, and Jadavion Clowney. And in the 2020 season, his first uh, his first year with them, they came in ninth and run defense after finishing almost dead last or near the bottom of the NFL the year prior. Uh, so. Interesting NFL experience there. Also interesting of note, he's got his start after being coaching in high school for a while. He got his start 
as a defensive quality control assistant at Vanderbilt under Derek Mason in mm-hmm. 2019. So this is a guy who's uh, has some pretty interesting experience at the collegiate level as well as at the pro level in a short span of time. Also, before we move on and get our thoughts, let's talk about the next hire that was announced, Ben Igamawa. That's hey. my that was my best shot at that. That was amazing. Uh, okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, he's hired as the tight ends coach for Auburn. Served as Liberty's tight ends coach from 2019 to 2022. And has been on Ole Miss's staff in some capacity uh, from 2012 to 2018 and actually played f- uh, football for Hugh Freeze for about two seasons. He was there, of course, obviously four years, but two years that he was there, Hugh Freeze was his head coach, uh, played at Lambeth University. Guys, thoughts about these hires uh, in terms of, I know we don't know a lot about these guys and we had to do some research once we heard who they are, but thoughts so far in terms of what Hugh Freeze is doing. It makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, I said this on Twitter, um, you know, people talking about, oh, we need to go get the best person possible for each of these things. How do you know these guys aren't good? Like, and it's it's when, you, when you're trying to go quickly and build a staff, it makes a ton of sense to, to lean on your network. People who you know, people who you know you work with well, people who are familiar with your style of doing things, who are familiar with the culture that you're trying to build. It makes it easier for you to go quickly. So, you know, it's not as simple as let me go look up and see who are the top 15 defensive line coaches in the country and go give an offer to all 15 of those guys because we need to land one of those guys to be on our staff. Like, that's not how this works. And it's never going to work like that, no matter how much money you feel like Auburn has. Throwing a bunch of money at a bunch of coordinators does not guarantee that you build a cohesive staff that works well together. That's just not that's not how teams work. Well, I, I, it's never I worked a, that way. I see a lot of people poo-pooing um, him going out to get guys that he's worked with before, saying, oh, didn't we learn from the Boise boys? Carson Bryant, all his people, and look how it turned out. Um, listen, you have to work with people you trust. That's, you have to people that's work the with people bottom you can work with. It. You have to work with people who share your vision. And that's it. That's why you hire a head coach. So I don't dig. I don't dig this whole. We hire a head coach and then we question everybody he hires. Right. Yeah. You hired him, so you got to trust. You know his hires, and yeah. I mean, time will tell whether that's good or bad. But the prejudgment is is not productive at all. I don't. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think too, especially when you don't know the guys. But go ahead, yeah. see my bad. No, no, no. I, I agree. I, I think I think what we've done is we've looked at what happened in the last uh, coaching staff, and now we want to go the complete opposite, and that's just not how it works. That's well, not. It how do, it I works. mean, that's how every coach does, though. This isn't like limited yeah. to guys who come and coach at all. Everybody hires people based upon the network of people that they've worked with to get and and when those people aren't available or maybe you can upgrade at a spot, but you don't fill your entire staff with people who you've never worked with before. That doesn't make any like we have to move too quickly. Tomorrow, guys, the transfer portal is officially open. The sweepstakes for all tomorrow. Right. You can't go and try to develop a relationship with new people while you're getting acclimated at a new job and move quickly and be efficient if you're still trying to learn the people on your staff. Mm-hmm. That's not how that's going to work, man. You can't move fast like that. I mean, that happened again with Harson. Look at look at Derek Mason and Bobo. And those people were gone after that, a year. Right? Yeah. 
How did that like, work? Constantly having arguments about what direction you want to take stuff, infighting behind the scenes, mm. not going to work. It's, you just can't, you can't do that, man. Like, that's just not a right. prudent way. Nobody who I know, and I know a lot of people who have started businesses, who have taken over as CEOs of companies, who have started um, nonprofit organ. Nobody who I know who starts teams does it any other way than picking up the phone and or text messaging and emailing people who they've already worked with in the past and saying, hey, do you mind coming and working with me? I'm starting X, Y, Z. You leverage their network. Yeah. And if, yeah. if it's not you, can you give me a recommendation of someone you trust? That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, listen, we've been hearing a lot of names. I know for wide receiver, we've heard the name Grant Hurd, who is currently the wide receivers coach at UCF. Mm-hmm. Maurice Harris, who served in a similar capacity at Liberty, has also been thrown in the mix as well. We've been hearing a whole bunch of names. I've seen some people point out that Crime Dog uh, is, is, appears to be heading back mm. to the Plains. Um, so we're hearing a lot of good things what needs to happen? Ike, you pointed out that the transfer portal opens up tomorrow. Yeah. We've already heard that Auburn has already begun to make or try to reach out to some people who are in the portal right now. What needs to happen? Let's just say, let's just take it this week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know that we want to close strong in terms of the early signing period. In your opinion, gentlemen, what needs to happen this week that moves us closer to Building the roster, uh, that's something that Hugh Freeze talked about when he was on ESPN's College Game Day yesterday. He talked about the need to recruit. And we've been hearing a lot of positive things about those guys being on the recruiting trail within the past few days. What are some things that you expect to see this week that gives us closer to building our roster, building coaching staffs? What are some things that you expect to hear? Well, it's December, right? So Mary Flipsmas, get to flipping. You know, should be making pancakes every morning, flipping somebody, <laughs> right? So they, they just got to get to work. I, you know what? I gave the last coaching staff a pass on this first recruiting class. I'm giving this one a pass as well, too. Um, I expect them to go out and get some people, but I, I just don't think fans should be super disappointed if it's not the most, if he can't go out and flip 15 people yeah. on early signing day, man. Like, you know, you start, you start behind the eight ball. It's always tough. You know, we, we had all that speculation, Caesar, about when they would announce Hugh Freeze because – Every day matters. Yeah. Now with the early signing period. So I, I just think fans should temper their expectation. Uh, year one is going to be more about what he can do with the guys that he has to convince guys for next year to come. Uh, but the portal, man, like, listen, go into the portal. And I think the portal is going to be more important than high school recruits this year for Hugh Freeze. That's my personal thought on it. I mean, yeah. he's still got to get high school recruits. I don't want to make anybody think that that's not important. But, right. you know. Get, he'll probably have more success in the portal than he will with, with kids that you just started recruiting, you know, four weeks ago when you thought you were getting a job. Bosby. This week, we need to see both coordinators hired. We need to see every position group coach hired because we have major needs. Assuming that um, I did we get a final word on whether or not Christian Robinson was just interviewing for the linebackers spot or if he was actually retained. Was it I haven't heard any news, yeah, on, heard news like, on that uh, definitive yeah. announcements on any of this stuff. I just uh, know he's still alive. That's right. Yeah. So uh, well, so we know Matt Luke's name was floating, but he had genuinely retired. So they were saying Hugh Freeze is going to ask and ask again. Off- offensive line, linebacker, Matt, really every Matt position. Luke turned it down, B. 
He turned it down. Okay. Lab, Matt Luke straight up turned it down. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So he really doesn't want to coach anymore. That's no. Um, no, we need an offensive presumed. line coach. Now, the thing that helps out with any offensive recruit is all you have to say is, go look at the tape of what my offenses did when we were humming. And you've got something to show. Unlike Brian Hartz when he came in, everybody's like, I don't know, I don't know your name and I don't really know what you do, especially down here. You freeze has some tape. Go watch my tape. Here's my tape. The wide receiver coach that you mentioned, Grant Hurd at UCF, I looked up his 24-7 profile. So here's his recruits. Yeah. Uh, A.J. Brown, who is currently uh, dogging his old team, the Tennessee Titans, for Philly right now in, in real time in the NFL. Um, uh, Laquan Treadwell, I don't know if he recruited D.K. Metcalf, but he was his coach when he got there. Ole Miss has had studs at wide receiver in and out the entire time Hugh Freeze was there, including immediately after he left. That's a good get. That's a great get. You need to get him in here. If he's your guy, you need to get him. We understand UCF had a game last night that they lost. So he's done. Go get him. Bring him on campus. This is my guy. Throw that Auburn shirt, hat on him. Put him on the road. Get, get him on the jet with Freeze and get him getting guys here to keep the guys that we've got and to get another couple guys. So that's got to happen. We've got the tight end guy. Now we need to go full blast after Jelani Cobb. Let's go get him. We need an offensive yep. line coach. Full blast for, uh, what's, his, uh, what's his last name? The guy we wanted to flip from Georgia, but we didn't get him. Um, that, that oh, the so offensive he, lineman. Oh, you yeah. mean yeah. Jelani Thurman. You yeah, said Jelani, Jelani Thurman is what I'm you sorry, mentioned Thurman. earlier. That's, That's what Hughes is who you're talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, both, both of the Hughes boys, we need them. We need to go get everybody that is was kind of looking at us. And there are some, the portal just filled up. I know y'all saw it. I saw Lawrence talk about it. A&M's, like, 10 of their best 20 recruits over the last two years just jumped in the portal. It is, it is hunting season. We told everybody that was going to happen, though. Said it. That number one class is a lot to celebrate until you, it don't matter. Until you can't play everybody and somebody's mad about their role. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then and and they, they all kicked out teams. And they, they were saying somebody, um, uh, I saw actually, if y'all don't listen to it on the Auburn Express right now, we're dropping a pod called the Amen, Amen Corner with uh, Ike Jones, Paul Meharry from UGA Sports, and KB, he actually runs a Florida uh, uh, fan site. And it was so funny to listen and they were talking like one of the, the running backs from A&M jumped in the portal and somebody like tweeted and quoted his tweet and said, oh man, you got that bag and now you're going to go to play for who you want to play for. And the guy retweeted it. The player basically endorsed was like, yup, come get me. I'm done. I got my bag. I am out of here. Which is amazing, which brings a whole new light to the whole process wow. of NIL, honestly, because now we got a lot to think about. Like, you can't just go give them whatever they want to get here. You got to keep them happy and keep them here. They might be wanting to play you for the for the transfer portal the whole time. This thing really just got interesting. And Jimbo was the first one burned, and I'm very excited about that. But <laughs> besides that, what we have to do right now, there's talent not only in the early signing period, not only JUCOs. Signing that they're still in the mix. We've got the transfer portal. It is booming right now, man. And not just people who don't like that they weren't getting. Yeah, there's some guys in there with, I played for four years. I'm a graduate transfer. Come get me. There are plenty of those guys. There are guys who have been somewhere for one year, two year, or the top 10 at their position in 2021, the top 10 in their position in 2022, and they are in the transfer portal. We've got a lot of getting to do. All coordinators, 
and position coaches hired within the next three days. Like, worst case. Because this portal, man, they're in there tomorrow. They've already been talking to people. Some of this has already been decided. They've already been texting and, and talking to friends who they went to these camps with when they were in high school. And they're asking questions and they're finding out where they want to go right now. We are behind the eight ball in that sense. We have got to get these positions filled. Hugh Freeze can fly and, and do a lot of recruiting. He's one dude. And we got a lot of dudes to see. There might not be enough time for just him and Caddy to hit every potential recruit. We got to get these positions filled to get these coaches on the road in the next two days, honestly. Yeah, I listen, but temper your expectations. Right, right, right. right. I mean, because they are not miracle men. Uh, and I, I mean, if they start pulling in a high profile, I would question the legality of some of the stuff that they're doing. Like, just go out there, recruit hard, try to try to flip as many guys as you can. But, you know, as far as what we're talking about, fans just need to chill, right? Brian Hartson's first class, same thing. I wrote it. I was like, listen, it is what it is. He came in in December. You know, but he came and, in after early signing day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, what do you got? Like a week? He didn't get you know, a week, day, or ten days. You freeze, yeah. right? Like, so yeah, I mean, it's sure. just, it's just sure. tough, man. These relationships are built over years. They are. So hopefully, what Hugh Freeze has is a bunch of guys that he was recruiting to Liberty that had no chance of going to Liberty because Correct. it's Liberty. That, that's exactly right. what you're hoping. You're hoping <laughs> right. whoever you're bringing in has relationships with guys who are mm-hmm. like, but I don't really want to go. I don't want to go to UCF. I don't want right. to go to Liberty. Right. And then he's at Auburn now and people are like, I like how you went straight oh, to UCF. That's <laughs> a little, I mean, UCF has got one of the potential coaches. That's the only reason I threw it in there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want to go to Liberty. I don't want to go to whatever. I don't right. want to go to, uh, you know, Tuscaloosa and play with squirrels and, and, and stuff like that. I want to come to a school that actually, you know, values humans and stuff like that. So I don't know what in the world is going to happen with all this stuff. But I do know that your best chance of flipping somebody is what you just said. You're in a different situation at a new school. And I want to come play there because they're in the SEC. Yeah, you'll benefit from all the work you were doing at Liberty at Auburn if you were putting in the work at Liberty. Yeah. Right. Which most people feel like this. Well, not most people. People who actually know these coaches feel as if they have talent to be able to go out and recruit. So Mm -hmm. Uh, S.S. Austin says just announced Jake Thornton as offensive line coach. Oh, man, that's amazing. I have no clue who he is, but I'm going to say, I don't know who that is. All right, I'm, the floor is yours to, uh, right. you know. We said they needed to make moves, and they're making it. Okay. Right while okay. we're on our lives. All right. All right. Well, uh, so I'm I'm, I'm going to be double duty as uh, hosting the show and Googling. Uh, Jake, Jake Thornton, Thornton enters his second year as offensive line coach at Ole Miss. Well, he was at Ole Miss most recently. All right, yeah. so more from the Hugh Freeze coaching tree. Was he a holdover or was he from the Kiffin camp? Oh, from the Kiffin camp? I'll keep looking. Go ahead. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, you ain't you coming to Auburn. We'll be taking your O-line coach. So Yeah, they can right, keep Lane. you. Uh, they, not you. They can keep Lane Kiffin. I did not want Lane Kiffin. Thank I, God. Oh, I'm, re- I'm relieved, too, because we were going to be ticked off on them fourth downs. Anyway, uh, someone's asking, War Eagle 501, do we have a defensive coordinator? Are we hearing – Do you are you guys hearing anything on the coordinator front? I know there was some – uh, we've seen some possible names floated out. We talked about some of them last week. Um, I know, B, you mentioned the offensive coordinator. Uh, yes, he, is the, he was the current Ole Miss guy, so he they just got him from Ole Miss. Okay. okay, okay. So, any news, guys? Do we know of anything? If not, we can we can move on. I think we're just waiting on them to call Travis Williams, right? 
I don't know for sure if that's what it is. I've heard a lot of names floating out there, but um, yeah, oh. I, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was Travis because they were waiting until the conference championships were over with. That mm-hmm. happened last night, so mm-hmm. I expect more Jake Thornton-like announcements coming out right. here in the next. Right. It's going to be a day hours. of announcements for sure. Listen, it seems I, like uh, if Hugh Freeze's administrative staff is worth a damn, they've already told him. Two o'clock every Sunday, check out the war report so you know what's going on with the Auburn fan base. So, <laughs> Hugh, just in case you see this, Travis Williams <laughs> should be the defensive coordinator. I'm talking about you made a great decision to keep Cadillac. Best decision to keep Cadillac. Bring in another Auburn guy who's young, who wants it, you know, who wants to be here. Travis wants to be here. He didn't want to leave when all this stuff went down with uh, uh, Stop the Steal and all, and all that stuff. Bring home, bring home a guy. I mean, if you're going to, you know, and, and I don't like, like, everybody's just like, oh, well, you know, experience, we need experience. I'm like, everybody's in, inexperienced until you have experience. Right. Everybody is inexperienced at some point in their coaching career. So, you know, if you're going to cut a corner, bring, bring a home, uh, hometown guy but he back. he has experience now, though. Right, 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 yeah. So. For sure. But I see, I've seen people on social media I just saying, oh, well, he hasn't done it that long. And, you know, that one defense gave, you know, they gave a 45 to Tulane. And uh, I, 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 let's pull out the list of defensive coordinators who haven't had a big number put up on them. Right. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I mean, we hired Steele after he gave up 70 to like West Virginia. Right. Like, so right. you can you can learn at your job and get better. That's always possible. I'm yes. saying there there are defense there there are guys who are defensive geniuses right now who people put big numbers up on them. Like some days, it just happens. It it, right. it, it, it happens to the best defensive coordinators in the country. Name mm-hmm. the guy that you love so much that has never had a, a team score a bunch of points. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I'm taping right now for T. Will bring a prodigal son home. He's been out there in the world. So, so you're alone saying. And so let me let me make sure I understand you, Mike. All right, I'll never want to misquote you. All right, you're saying no to Derek Mason. Uh yes, I'm saying hell no to Derek Mason. Okay, not uh, just no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he should stay away. He we we should have a restraining order on him, like a Lee County restraining order on him. Should not be allowed within a hundred miles of Lee County. The way he mm-hmm. left. Okay. So, so the way he left, does it have anything to do with on field? Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, he was okay here. I, I wasn't super impressed with his defense at Oklahoma State either. I mean, they, they put up some real big numbers. Like, offenses put some big numbers on them. But, you know, they, they were ranked in the top 10 at some point this season. So the team success seemed to cover some of the sins on defense. But I'm just, I don't know. I, I think we should just forget that that happened I mean, and then it led to some other stuff, and it was just like, eh, all right, you know, when an employee leaves and they poop in a bag and leave it on the boss's desk, it's like, okay, so you don't really want to get rehired, right? You just wanted to make a statement. I felt he kind of did that. Well, he didn't want to, he didn't care about working for Brian Harson, that's clear. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 